Hey folks, I'm Mark Rigadana, and you are watching Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Rigadana. With me as always, Richie Byrne. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Good. It's kind of weird now that we're doing it this way where he pops me in. Yeah, because you don't I, know what to do. It always used to be you would say with me as always, and I'd say Richie Byrne, but you get nervous that I'm not coming in. So you <laughs> That's just me being an insecure uh, co-host here. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we got brought in by the uh, JDL band, the Johnny Danger band, and uh, we have them as guests today. How excited. We have Tim, who is the front man of uh, the jo Johnny Danger <laughs> live band. I, I'm tripping over my words because I've been drinking a lot of coffee this morning. Um, <laughs> with, with something in it, I'm sure. Absolutely. A little, uh, I'm at my parents' house, so there's uh, there's all kinds of great stuff here. So I was having some amaretto with it. Um, so let's bring out our guest. Uh, yeah. We got Tim and Kara Boyd. Yep. Hey, how we doing? What's going? From beautiful Florida. You guys yeah. are... Merritt Island, Florida. It is, oh. It's like 80 degrees here. I, uh, you don't want to hear that, but it's not... <laughs> there is a southern wind. There is a southern wind. Yes, that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I got six inches of snow here in, um, here in uh, Ohio, where I'm at my parents' house. So okay. that's that's exciting. If you guys want, I'll send you some snow. That sounds great. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what's so cool about our guests this week, Richie, is I know these guys through Kara, who worked in the cruise ship industry. And uh, we'll, we'll get more into that. But um, obviously, we have a great musician. And Kara, you kind of work, um, you wear many hats. Yeah, I do. Well, we, we met, um, we were both in the cruise industry. So I was actually assistant cruise director at the time, but going to be cruise director. And um, Tim, his, his, the band's name was Johnny Danger. And um, he is Johnny Danger. So we call him uh, JDL a lot um, for Johnny Danger Live. But when he came on, the, the funny part about the story was I didn't want his band. I had another band in mind, uh, good friends of mine that worked with me a lot of time. And I kept telling the Royal Caribbean at the time that this was the band I want. And they were like, that band's not available, but you can have Johnny Danger. And I was like, I don't want Johnny Danger because uh, there are four Canadian boys. I'm like, that sounds like such a nightmare. I do not <laughs> want to be managing this problem. So um, I think but we were doing the med. It was the takeout of the Enchantment of the Seas. So we met in Southampton, England. And by the time we got to the end of the summer in the Mediterranean, we were engaged. So wow. uh, that's what happened. And then I got the great pleasure to call my dad and say, hey, dad, um, I met a boy. He plays guitar and we're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> he had to be very excited about that. Yeah, it was his dream come true. Yes, yes. He's he's a, in a rock band and he's Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> Please let it be Rush. Please let it be Rush. So, um, and, and you appreciate this, though. Of course, he's a Maple Leafs fan, and I'm the Philly from Philly. And I was like, oh, I don't know. So every year during the playoffs, the marriage is in trouble. 
Flyers and the Leafs are playing. It's not great. <laughs> but anybody who plays the Leafs is pretty much in good shape. So, you know, she doesn't look <laughs> as badly as I do. <laughs> so, well, well, let's go, Tim. So let's go to the – let's go to how you're Johnny Danger, but you're also Tim Boyd. I, yeah. I found that, that – that seemed like a really fun story. Well, um, there's a few different versions of the story. How it worked out was um, back, I, I want to say, 25 years ago, I was trying to um, um, make a living um, just playing music. And so my name, Tim Boyd, is a two-syllable name, two uh, fine names, but two of the most forgettable names in the human history. And so I would play these gigs as Tim Boyd, and then I'd go back to the bar owner on Monday and say, and, and the, the gig would go great. The band would go over like crazy. And I'd go in on Monday and say, hey, let's pick book, book some more gigs. And he goes, who are you? And I go, I'm Tim Boyd. And he goes, I never heard of that name. I'm like, I just, I just played here on Saturday. <laughs> I thought that was Ben Lloyd. No, it's Tim Boyd. There's a, what? There, there's this comedian, uh, Jamie Lisso. He's a really great comic. And uh, his website, because he goes, nobody ever remembers anybody's name. So his website is thecomedianfromlastnight.com. <laughs> so, so he goes tomorrow when you go to look me up i'm the comedian from last night.com <laughs> that's yeah. awesome so um so anyways um turns out that uh well at the time we had really really long hair um it was when uh, it was before pearl jam and nirvana um it was all hair metal yeah, yeah it was hair metal pretty much we took more of a mod per, we were more like of a um how do I explain it? We we'd slip in like Simple Minds in with Zeppelin, and then we play like um, you know Wildflower by what are they called? Um, can't remember the name. Um, British band, but it was all rocking in your face stuff, and that's how we did it. We didn't just do like the hair bands, like a Bon Jovi tribute or anything, because everybody else was doing that, and um, we were starting to get into the Pearl Jams and things like that. The the as it was coming filtering through. And, um, but we couldn't get any really good day, good bookings at the hiring clubs where they had the keyboard players and the, and the hair and, and they had a vibe about them. Um, and your dream is to play on Queen Street in, um, in um, Toronto. And that's where all the cool clubs are clubs are located um and that's where people go to get you know signed and that's where the record cut it's like whiskey a go-go in la that's where our whiskey a go-go would be and um, <laughs> uh, you couldn't get a date there you had to know somebody or whatever or or have a gimmick and um so at the time uh i was thinking well, what am i going to do uh to break like figure this out so i can start making some more money quit my regular job and just do this all the time and uh so I had a I had a production meeting. We we're throwing names around there. Um, I'd been reading a lot of. Uh, I, I'm a comic book guy, and I also like to listen. This sounds crazy, but mm -hmm. I at night back in the day. Remember when you had your little turntable stereo in your bedroom, and you had the headphones? Um, I wouldn't listen to like rock and roll. I'd listen to those '50s, '30s, '40s, and '50s um, mystery shows like The Shadow. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> like that. and stop me if I'm rambling. No, no, no. But, but no, I love it. 
one of our one of our uh, Twitch. Uh, my version, but go ahead. Yeah. One of our one of our favorite listeners on Twitch just put in. Oh my God, I love these two. Aww, so, you too. Great, great, great. <laughs> You're awesome. Um, so uh, I was listening to the Shadow a lot, and I ran out of that. And uh, there was a character in there called Johnny Danger, and I was like, Oh my God, because all the names back then are crazy, like Eddie yeah. the Knife, you know, and you know. Yeah. You know, fill the juice, Johnny <laughs> Danger, and and all this other stuff. And so, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, but that's pretty funny. Um, as it, as uh, time went by, I was got a comic book. There's a Johnny Danger comic book, so I was aware of the name, and um, I I let it go. Right, I didn't even think about it again. And I get a uh, I get a call, come into the office, uh, the agent's office, and uh, we want to talk to you. And so I said, okay, and I go to the agent's office and um, you know, he takes a look at me and my hair is all down to here. And I look, you know, I just look <laughs> like scary. Not, a little scary, <laughs> but that was the look back then. You know, you wanted to look a little scary. I have my ACDC t-shirt on or something, who knows? And uh, he goes, well, remember that place you wanted to play? And uh, it was called, I think it was called Turtle Jacks. Um, <laughs> and I go, yeah, I, I can't get in there. He goes, well, they have a last minute um, cancellation for Saturday night, which is the primo time to play. Like yeah. it's really hard not to go over on Saturday night. Yeah. I said, well, throw me in there. He goes, well, here's what I want. Um, I want you to cut your hair. I want you to grease it back like Elvis. And I want you to get a skin tight black vest and skin tight black pants. And I want all the boys to pu pull their hair back or cut it off. And I want them in skinny black ties like the Blues Brothers. And then I go, what? And we'll call me Johnny Danger? And he's like, exactly. We're going to call him Johnny Danger. So I'm like, really? <laughs> I was just thinking of that as a joke the other day. And he goes, I go, well, I'm sorry, but that's, first of all, I'm not going to do that. Are you crazy? It's never going to work. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then I go, and I'm going to tell my rock band that they're going to tie their hair back and wear suits at Turtle Jacks. Like this is not a place where anyone wears a suit, and it's you know it's just back in the day. It was you know late eighties, nineties. It was just like you, you wanted to be cool. Def Leppard was number one or whatever, and you're like, you want me to look like I have a, I'm in a business suit. So anyhow, uh, okay, fine. Uh, um, I got to be that way. Uh, let me make a phone call. And he picks up the phone. Hey, yo, Joe. It's uh, yeah, it's Dave here. And um, yeah, I've got uh, I got a I got I found a band for you for Saturday night. Okay, they're called the Tim Boyd Band. Yeah, they'll play for next to nothing. Yeah, you can get them for um, whatever. Let's say four hundred dollars for the for the band. I understand. Yeah, I'll let him know. Okay, he goes. Watch this. Hey, uh, yeah, Joe. Uh, forgot a band just came in from Saskatchewan. They're touring the country. Um, they had a cancellation on Saturday, but they're like five times more than money. They're called Johnny Danger. Uh, you interested? All right then. Uh, hold on for a sec. I'll let him know. Hold on. He goes. What's your name? I go, <laughs> Johnny Danger? Johnny Danger? And Johnny Danger is born! And, 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 what are you going to do after this meeting? Go get a haircut? <laughs> They'll be there. 7 o'clock. Wow. I love it. Oh, I love it. And so I 
met him as Johnny Danger. And when I saw a picture of him with his long hair after we had started dating, I was like, I wouldn't even ask you for directions on the street. I would have never <laughs> even talked to his other persona. And, uh, yeah, so it was really, really fun. And um, and then it just took off from there. And then as um, I was telling you a little bit earlier in the cruise ships, he had to do all sorts of music. So he had one night, they were the Beatles band. The next night he was country, John, John Boy and the Dukes. Remember the yeah, yeah. country Western night we would call him. We would change the name a little bit just to have fun with it. Toga night, he was uh, like Johnny and the Centurions or something. Yeah. And uh, so it was really fun. And then um, he would do his normal sets. And, um, and then, yeah, we pretty much went around the world together. Yeah, that's awesome. So how long until you guys got engaged? Uh, well, she asked me the first night we went out. Um, little, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So <laughs> it didn't happen like that at all. Yeah. Want it. No. See, this is another long story. No, I, don't yeah, know, you, I don't know if you guys want to hear it. It's, well, it's, there's two different versions of this story because I'll say when I saw him, like, the funny thing was he had just had hurt his hand. But he didn't tell us because he was afraid he'd lose the gig. So he was, and they flew from Toronto to Southampton. So when I met him, he looked a little green. He was exhausted. And I'm like, which one's Johnny Danger? I thought, he doesn't look cool at all. He doesn't look <laughs> He's not dangerous. No. <laughs> I kept like looking at him. So they go back to the cabin, and his boys are like, she was totally checking you out. And I wasn't checking him out. I was like, this is Johnny Danger. <laughs> and then, so he's going, you were checking my butt out. You well, I was doing a lot of running back then. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so, back then the shorts were really tight. So but, I guess I was going up a flight of stairs or down. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Mark, trust But me. here's the thing. We just, she handed us this book. The last thing she gives us on the tour is this book. It's about as thick as a Bible. And it says sex, sexual harassment. <laughs> And she's like, this is the number one way you guys can get fired. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was nervous fired. about the four Canadian boys and been partying too so, much. So I was like coming down hard. But, <laughs> so when the boys told me, I'm like, are you guys nuts? Look at the book in your hand. You're telling me within the first 20 minutes of being here, we're here for three, four months, that you want me to hit on our boss. Is that, <laughs> that's why I'm the band leader and you're not the band leader. <laughs> Come up, man. They're like, and then they they played the Trump card. They went, oh, okay, dude. Listen, we won't tell you again when anyone's looking at you. I'm like, no, no, wait, <laughs> wait, hold the phone, back up, back up. So, let's not be, let's not be crazy. So, and you know? then after I got to start to know him, at first I just thought they're like, you know, all players, and I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, but we, the cruise director at the time, um, tasked me with revamping all the theme nights and theme nights on cruise ships are like the big party thing after the show. So he wanted us to create all those things. I just told you about a new country night, a rock and roll night, a Beatles night. So I needed, and the show band is featured and I was the MC. So we needed to work together creatively. And once we started working together, then I, I saw how nice he was and how talented. And you guys are like June and Johnny. over here. <laughs> And then we just started having these great shows together and it was chemistry. So, to answer your question, we were engaged within like I want to say two months. Two or three. Wow! Wow! Awesome! Yeah. yeah. That, uh, Tim, the story reminds me of a good friend of mine, Spanky's joke. He goes, uh, "I love." Uh, I, he goes, "I read somewhere that women like to look at men's butts. Is that true?" And then when girls go, "Yeah," he goes, "Of course, it's where we keep our wallets." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm a musician, so it's hard to see it because it's not that thick. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing in it. You know? It's a debit card. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go, what do you call a musician without a girlfriend? What's well, it? Homeless. <laughs> we got a joke from Tim Carroll. Let's go. I love it. That's the only thing we can put on air. <laughs> right before we went on air, Karen told us a really funny story that I think would be perfect for uh, for a, a joke uh, for her joke. All right, you want me to do it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm cruise director on the Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Wonder and Magic, which we've spent six years on, and um, I love Disney. I love the product. So I'm promoting one of the shows, um, the Golden Mickey's, and we had a red carpet, and they would do a live video cam that would go back into the theater. So I'm like, hi, I'm your cruise director, Kara. I'm so excited about the Golden Mickey's. We have all our world-famous Disney characters, and the princesses are here, and afterwards, we're going to have an after party, and you know, Cinderella will be there because Cinderella loves fake balls, and it's going to be awesome. And <laughs> And I then just put on the show, did my thing, went back to my office, the stage manager comes running in, and he is like the Disney police. You know, and he's like, do you know what you just said? I said, no, I promoted the show. I did my job. I said, it's a great audience. We're going to have a great after party. He's like, no, you said Cinderella likes big balls. <laughs> No, I didn't. And then I denied it. I'm like, no, I didn't. And then, of course, I had it on film. And he's like, let me play it for you. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, so I have to watch how excited I get and what, you know, what I say. But it was it was an innocent comment, but it was very funny. And it, it still went. Laugh? Well, no, it's a laugh from the crew. The crew never let me forget it. You know? <laughs> but, um, I think a lot of our guests, luckily, no one was offended. So it was as obviously. Yeah. Not what I wanted to do, but we had a lot of fun on Disney, and um, it was great seeing him up there on the deck, Mark, for the sail away parties. I mean, you know what those sail away parties Big are? Parties. Yeah, yeah it's fun. just like the band is up there, the streamers are going. I mean, the energy, the excitement. Um, and then he also started, you know, not only doing the show band thing, but he would do acoustic guitar, like an acoustic guitar set, and mm -hmm. finally got a chance to do some of his originals, which really is the dream. I mean, he's a great dad and performer. Of course, I'm the proud wife, but, um, and he wants to support his family. So when we came shoreside and had our babies, he decided it's time for me to go solo so I can make some money. And he didn't want to try. He wanted to be a dad. He wanted to get the kids off the bus and um, be a part of their lives. So he, he's reinvented himself a bit and, yeah. um, and now had to reinvent himself again because of Corona. Yeah. Oh, so that's, I guess uh, I was going to say the adjustment, uh, you kind of got what you asked for, which was something that I, the same thing. I said, man, I would do anything to just spend some time with my family and my kids. And then a month later, everybody's quarantined home. <laughs> yeah. I just wish we could have got a memo first. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice. Oh yeah. Your job's done. Um, <laughs> well, you got three days to figure it out. Good luck. Maybe you shouldn't pay for that giant cement pad in your backyard just yet. Just maybe <laughs> yeah. wait for that. But uh, but yeah. so uh, when Corona, <laughs> well, you guys actually had uh, your first. You have two daughters, right? Mm -hmm. Two yeah. daughters, and you had your first one. You guys were still on the ships, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, 
I wanted to still be, it was my dream job and we were, you know, he was having a great time gigging, steady work. And, but I, we, we met late, we, we met in our thirties and then we traveled the world. And then I was getting to the age, like, I really want to start the family, but I don't want to give up my dream job. So um, we had the, we had the baby. And once she was three months, Alana, our oldest daughter, um, because of my status as a senior officer, I had the cruise director cabin and he had his band leader cabin. So we thought, okay, we'll live together in the cruise director cabin. And then we, we did, because of the child policy, have to bring a caregiver with us. So we had a nanny, and you're going to love this, our New York nanny. <laughs> From, was it Richie? Uh, from Queens. <laughs> it wasn't Richie, but she was from Queens and she was my cousin too, but she was, um, you know, looking for something new. So I said, do you want to come on board? So we would sail and tag team, tag team parent as you do. Um, I was basically doing a shift, a double shift every day up early with the guests, then take a break, then up at night. He was pretty much started later but played later and then would have to sleep in the morning so we were and then we have a newborn on top of that so wow. we were the perfect storm to just sleep deprive everyone so by the time yeah. a couple of weeks later i was like you know what honey i love you but i think the nanny needs to live with me and the baby you go back to your musician cabin uh, but you have jim been won the lotto you won the guy lotto yeah. on the highest mountain <laughs> so so it was funny because the, the way the cruise was or the cabin was, the front room is where the baby and the nanny. Then we had like a master room, but we had a balcony. But when the baby was sleeping for his visiting rights, I didn't want him to wake the baby. You never want to wake the baby, especially when you're working that hard. So, Mark and Richie, I, there was a like a crew ladder to my balcony. So I used to make him climb the ladder and come in through the balcony. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty difficult. Try it after being in the crew bar for an hour. <laughs> and you're like, Ma, that sea looks really rough tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's so, crazy. Yeah, so we were very fortunate and very blessed to have um, that time together. And it was, um, not to be cliche, but it was magical, but it was not easy. I mean, we were working like hours, trying to be pa new parents, trying to do our career. So when the second one was coming along, I said, I think it's time for, and we wanted our older daughter to start having a norm, more normal life. She had to go to kindergarten soon. <laughs> Can you um, imagine her preschool is taught by Mickey Mouse? That's not a bad thing. <laughs> well, except for the night tremors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my kids went to pre-K and watched Mickey Mouse on TV. Yeah. Yours was playing with them. <laughs> yeah, well, and of course, all the cast and crew loved the baby on board. Oh, so I bet. I would be putting the show on, and one, you know, the blue fairy would say to me, "Oh, how's Alana? She's so adorable." And I'm like, "Oh, I just had to run. I, I kissed her goodnight, but she didn't. She was crying. She didn't want me to leave, but I had to put the show on." And she said, "Well." After my first entrance, I will just stop by and say goodnight to her. So the next morning, Alana wakes up. She's four. She's like, Mommy, the blue fairy tucked me in last night. <laughs> These were the, the moments. Of, uh, so, yeah, we had to, we had to kind of um, reshape her because on the ship, I was always like, be friendly, say hello to everyone. When you see the captain, you say, thank you for letting me sail. She would have dinner in the officer's mess with Tim and the captain, because they always ate early at 5.30. Meanwhile, I'd already be in my office. And then um, 
So it was an unusual life. And then when we got to the real world, now I'm saying stranger danger, don't talk to anybody. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Before we keep moving, I just want to uh, have a shout out to all the, the, we have a couple of new uh, people that are coming in on Twitch and uh, it's exciting. So I just want to give them a quick shout out. And uh, you guys, you can follow the Johnny Danger live band uh, on his website. Do you have an Instagram also? Um, I think I do. That sounds like a claim. You're like Richie. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea my stuff. Hey, yeah, I, it's out there somewhere. But, yeah. um, Let- but Johnny Danger Live on Facebook is where you're going to find most of the current stuff. Um, our live shows and our podcast. Well, we're not podcasts. What are we yeah. live, live we're streams. Live fives and we do live streams or yeah. he does and I just kind of chime in. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to get a little bit more presence on Instagram. Um, he does have an Instagram, but um, yeah. we're just more active on Facebook right now. It's yeah. just hard to keep up with all of that stuff mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah. Well, now yeah. everybody's like going to uh, TikTok and yeah, and you know. we're all juggling a brand new world this year. So, okay, now I'm going to add this onto the you know the list of things that we're trying to figure out. And but yeah. you you did a pretty cool thing. Um, I know when when everything first hit, you figured out a cool way to social distance and still play. Uh, I watched you a couple times on Rock the Docks. Right on. Um, if if uh, you guys could explain what that, I think it's pretty cool idea you guys did something that uh i wouldn't have thought of yeah i think none of us we wouldn't have thought of it but um well one of our friends was uh on facebook and uh he he, he's an artist and musician fantastic player and he uh he was losing his his mind like the rest of us like just like any artist and like anyone you you used to do something five days a week and it goes away you're like going after a week figuring out what you want to do. And he came on Facebook. He goes, I don't care. This is just me uh, with a, you know, a box of, you know, a a bowl of popcorn, my acoustic guitar, and I'm going to sing songs. You guys tell me what you want to hear. I'm going to start with this one here. And it was just down and dirty and very entertaining. And he's very funny. And, um, and Kara showed it to me. She goes, I need you to do this. And I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) That's just not what I'm going to do. How, what am, how am I going to do this? It's not, he can get away with it. He's, you know, and I'm like, no, you talented. can do it. And I said, and he's like, no, it has to be right and everything. So he didn't want to be down and dirty, even though we really are kind of down and dirty. Yeah. But he then went into the studio, transformed our garage and made his own JDL set. And we started doing um, the live at fives yeah. uh, when we were in lockdown every day at five, because it was catchy JDL live at five. And yeah. And people were catching on and they were saying, and we were getting such nice responses. Like people would comment and say, you guys, I am living for this today. You were the bright spot in my day. And it was, it helped us connect. And a lot of our cruise ship friends that we hadn't talked to in years mm-hmm. were coming from Australia and England and the States and Canada. So we really, and we really started having fun with it as a couple. And we and, saved a lot of marriages. Yeah, we saved a lot of marriages. Because most people were starting to drink around 11 a.m., 12. <laughs> and they hold off to start drinking till we did like (laughs) okay now it's okay go ahead that was my cutoff i'm like i'm not having a glass of wine until five and every day i would get up and say i'm not gonna drink today but then he would start playing and i'm doing my thing might as well have one yeah what was really fun is and what we didn't expect well you know sometimes we had over 500 over a thousand views but our friends would comment so after we would 
go off, we'd go have a drink on the porch and read all the comments and be like, it was just, it, it brought us joy too. And then, and they would make requests. So then I started taking the request and go, okay, honey, you need to learn that song. You need to, and he would say, that's a chick song. I don't sing that song. I'm like, well, Is that we need, song? <laughs> it's a chick song. I love that song. Yeah, so we, we then, then I was so proud of him because then he would, the next day, he'd be in the studio all day long learning new music. And then we would promote it and say, hey, we're taking your request. And of course, we did a Venmo and PayPal because we were both out of work. Yeah. And it, every Lewis little away. bit helps. And we, we never, you know, expected anyone to, um, to tip if they were in the same situation but there were people out there that were like no i my life hasn't changed i'm still working so yeah. it actually became and i don't have money to go spend out at another place because there's nowhere to go yeah. it's yeah. true well, we heard that comment actually yeah. from a few people like you're the best bar we've ever been to <laughs> and then, I mean, then they started taking screenshots of like where they were watching yeah. like on their porch or you know with a view and the big screen with their dog and yeah and uh, and one of our friends did say hey i would have taken my wife out to dinner and spent a hundred bucks and listen to jdl and probably not tip i'd rather tip him the whole thing we just had a nice dinner on the porch with uh Grilled a steak and bought a case of beer for yeah. 20 bucks total. But to yeah. get back to your rock the dock, then because we're so blessed in Florida, we have, and we live on Merritt Island, which is truly island. So a lot of the, the neighbors have waterfront property. So a couple of them started calling us saying, hey, we love that live thing you're doing. Do you think JDL would set up on my dock and I have boating friends? We're just going to tell them for social distance, the mile marker. So we would have 20 boats pull up and tune in Facebook. He'd be set up live on their dock. And then the, the immediate family would be there in lawn chairs and having drinks and bringing food. But it was a safe way to entertain social distance. And then we never thought about the marina market. We would have never, that would have never happened. Yeah. And now they become like a staple. Now people call us and like, hey, we want to book Rock the Dock. And um, it's been it's been a win-win. And we've had a lot of fun with the Rock the Docks. That's great. Yeah. Richie, right. you, you have any questions? I'm sorry, I've been hogging all the questions. No, dude, go for it. I'm loving what you're doing. I'm loving Because <laughs> I, know, I know Tim's got a jet here. It's, uh, we're I, approaching. I know, you know, um, you, I know you, you, you were uh, on the ship with your band. Yeah. Uh, how long were your contracts for? Because as comics, we usually only get weekly. Yeah. Uh, I know the dancers and stuff usually do six months. I think it is. So yeah. how long was like? Because were you nervous ever about having a contract? And you know, you, you have your wife, your kids, all on board. How long were your contracts usually for? Well, we were very fortunate for the most part that my contracts were usually three to four months long. Okay. So, um, and that was long enough. Um, it was probably honestly too long for a band to be in the same area together. Right. Because it's right. like having four spouses, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, right. no offense, but you know, or, or, or four brothers in the same room together, you know, eventually there's going to be animosity or whatever. Yeah. And the cabin situation was a little challenging, but um, we made it work. And uh, some of my bands, managed to like i went through a lot of different people over the years um just because either it wasn't for them or they fell in love with somebody or they decided to do something different um i did have one band that stayed with me for years and now they're hugely successful as the beetle maniacs um and they were they were the original beetle band we put together and they turned into like you know have you ever heard of rain sure yeah yeah so they're like rain they're you yeah. know it's the same thing. 
big big room video and all that stuff. So yeah, three three to four months, and um, and then that kind of started from your on the cruise ship. Yes, it did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool, and we're still great friends to this mm -hmm. day. They we still check in. Yeah, and, they would chime in on yeah. JDL. They're actually in Singapore right now because that's the only cruise area I think, or yeah, one of the that, only cruise that, areas that's going. Yeah, they have started cruising again, so it's it's, it's a mm -hmm. smaller company I think in just yeah. Asian circuit. But, wow. Yeah. So something for you guys to think about maybe too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the we, Richie and I could be huge in Singapore. I mean, because they're <laughs> tiny people, you know, and <laughs> I, uh, so Tim, we're going to, I'm going to uh, have you go out by asking you three quick uh, questions. You can give me a, a fast uh, a thing. Sure. What's the dumbest song lyric you ever had to sing? That every time you sang it, you cringed. Um, Escape by uh, the Pina Colada song. Uh, when, <laughs> when he goes into the restaurant and he smiles and goes, oh, it's you. And she smiled. Oh, I never knew. <laughs> yeah, uh, that definitely wasn't a Philly girl because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Anywhere okay. on the East Coast. The gun would have came out or a knife. Yeah. Tara and my wife probably would have been a little stabby on that one. It wouldn't have gone over well at all. Oh, and it I, was you. <laughs> I never knew. I would think you cringed through the whole song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still a pina colada in the title. I yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's a great song, don't get me wrong. It's just every time I no. sang it, I went, this never happened in the world. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. Oh, I was trying to cheat on you, and you were trying to cheat on me. Let's have dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go walk on the beach. <laughs> yeah, that's how things work in the real world. So that would be a lot of pina coladas to get through. <laughs> yeah. You have to show up with 10 in you. For that to <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you could replace any musician, and, and we'll even go with time is not an aspect. You can go back in time. Who would you pick and why? To join my band? Yeah. Or you join theirs. We can do either or. Oh, I, that's so, that's tough. Um, and I usually say, and you also will have the talent to do it, but you're actually a musician. I'm not asking a comedian, so yeah, yeah. I don't have to justify that part. Richie, it'd, it'd have to be Andy Williams. Andy Williams? I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> fantastic. No, I'd love to be because um, my both of my folks are British. It would definitely be probably the Beatles. I was just um, say. just to sit in Abbey Road Studios and go through the process of how they put that music together. Even though it's not all peaches and cream, we all know that now. It was actually kind of stressful uh, to be part of that situation in such a creative environment. And all the famous people in London popping by while they're recording. Uh, that would have been probably my. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the new documentary based on uh, Let It Be. Yes. Out. Yeah. Jackson yeah, yeah. is doing it. It's, it. It looks really interesting. Yeah. A whole different take from like, what a great idea. Because yeah. you, you've seen the Let It Be film yeah. and it's so dark and they seem to hate each other so much. Yeah. Peter, Peter Jackson went, took the same film, and, and goes, no, here, they loved each other. Look at how much fun they were having. You know? yeah, yeah. I think we saw the trailer for that, or yes. like, there's a little yeah. snippet. Yeah, I there think. is. There's a little snippet out there, and it's really right. interesting. Yeah. It's going to be great. I mean, bands are like that. I mean, relationships are like that. We will, we'll, right. we'll have a disagreement, and then we'll be 
putting the tree up together and just right. you know, enjoying the fire. I mean, it's just the way. Mark that- and I hate each other, but. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Richie, I, I have a feeling you would have picked the Beatles as well. Probably. Probably the Beatles. Yeah, pr- probably the Beatles. Or yeah. the, the only other thing I can think of is Beethoven. Going That's way funny. I was yeah, you were thinking like I when was he was on the ground so he could I, hear the vibrations of the music he was writing. That's that was kind of fun to see. I was thinking more Mozart just because he seemed like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mozart was like the original rock star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just remember, if you're going to hang out with him, you got to sleep in that day. Down to the felt just said, we're hauling oats. <laughs> we'll replace both of them. <laughs> Kara, how about you? If you could go back and... Re- and you get the music talent, because I have no musical talent. Okay. Musician? Um, female? I don't know. Okay, I want to say Stevie Nicks. Mm. I think I was always Fleetwood Mac was my first concert when I was nice. Wow. When I was a teenager and my, my sister was supposed to be babysitting me and she said, don't tell mom we're going to Fleetwood Mac. And there went back. I'm going to date myself, Mark, but it was JFK stadium. And, uh, <laughs> and I was a big fan of the rumor album and I, I do love Stevie Nicks. Um, so I think it would be cool to walk in her shoes and, and be a part of that. And, and I love her music. So, the, and then the other one would be more, I don't know if this is, it's not really a musician, but, um, June, well, yeah, Broadway, um, uh, Bernadette. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. you would get to date Steve Martin for a little bit, which couldn't be a bad thing. Wow. <laughs> That'd be fun. Okay. Last thing I'm going to ask you, and no matter how embarrassing it is, you have to be honest. And we know you just came back from a bike ride, so... <laughs> what was the last song you listened to? Oh, this is embarrassing. It, um, <laughs> uh, it's one of my own songs. Um, oh, okay. So uh, do you want it to be not an original? Like the last? No. The last- no, no. Well, I think original is great. That's an awesome. So a buddy of mine, Ben Marnie, is a friend from the cruise ship. He's now an author on Amazon. He's doing great. He's also a voiceover specialist. He's First time I heard him sing, I called him Carnegie Hall because he's this, you know, Texas, um, tall, good-looking, low-talking guy. But you, know, <laughs> you got you, you got to take it easy on the energy. You know, <laughs> too excitable. You too calm down. You know that kind of guy. But um, he he wrote this beautiful uh, blurb on Facebook about how. Um, his wife and he met and how they started up and Thanksgiving was a major day for them. That's when they really hooked up and they've been together 36 years, something like that. They met as a team. And I said, Hey, you know, Ben, you need to write this song if you haven't. And he goes, I haven't. So I wrote it and I sent him like just a funny little song um, about the circumstance. And, um, and he goes, that's unbelievable. He goes, listen, I just wrote this book. It's about an artist that uh, writes a song for his daughter that he never gets to meet. The lyrics are in the book. Would you like to give it a shot? So I've been writing that song for weeks now, trying wow. to get it right. And so that's what I just listened to. But right before that, the song that you guys might know is, um, uh, I think it's called All Over the Road. Have you heard that country song? No. 
Okay, it's about a dude who's in a car with a really hot girl he just met, and she's all over him. And so he's swerving because she's <laughs> him and, and touching him. He's like, yeah, he gets, he gets sure. pulled over. <laughs> to the cop, I'm all over the road, but it's not drinking. And he describes like this girl that's like kissing and stuff. So that's the last, yeah, last popular song I listened to. Cool. Awesome. And you have an original album uh, of originals that are out. And we came in. Which song do we come into? That was Rodeo. That's from the second album that hasn't been released yet. So, oh. um, but the first album is called 19, ironically. Just of all the numbers, right? Yeah. I picked 19. Oh, <laughs> not 18, not 20. No. And on the, on the covers, you drinking a Corona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm changing it tomorrow to that. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. You got a gig tonight. Where are you? You're heading I'm there now. I need to in on uh, US One. It's a waterfront gig, and uh, I do it every other Wednesday. Um, ladies night. Ladies night. And, uh, you know, ladies show up. You know? Yeah, they do. And uh, that's going to be, well, I hate to rub it in, but it, the weather has it's been fairly cold for us. But it finally warmed up. Perfect timing for uh, ladies' night tonight and New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. I'll be at the same place tomorrow as part of like a guy in a day. I'm the mid midterm guy, and then the DJ shows up. So, uh, but ladies' night is turning out to be really fun. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank, uh, thank you guys. I got to say thanks so much for having me on and having Karen yeah, on. And you guys, no, pleasure. Yeah, great. You're hysterical. You're very <laughs> hey, let's do it again. That's all I have. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we'll, definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely have you guys back. Uh, we'll close out here because we hit uh, the 45-minute mark, and I know uh, I know we're trying to keep them nice and short because Richie's under the weather, but we're going to definitely have you two back because this was a lot of fun, and we're going to play out on one of your songs. Awesome. Uh, Thank you. And let us know if you're at Facebook. Tune in. Yes, yes, yep. definitely. You guys are still doing the lives? Yeah, yeah. he does it live from his gig sometime, or if he gets canceled because of uh, exposure or numbers, we'll do it from the garage. I'll probably do it tomorrow for New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Everybody tune in New Year's Eve. Yeah, it'll be probably 8.15 p.m. <laughs> Fantastic. Richie, yeah. do you want to send us out with a goodbye? Sure, that was a great show, guys. Thank you so much. We're going to definitely have you back. Mark? Uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you before New Year's, but have a great New Year's if I don't. And happy New Year's to everybody else out there. And keep watching Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. Delay! Yeah. All right, hon. You look great. So are you. Nothing.
Nothing could be sweeter, 19. Why'd I ever leave you, 19? Found a car to borrow, so now I'm heading east till I head tomorrow. Dad had a birthday about a week gone past. We drank some beers, shot some jack. He was talking about a girl I never knew. Pulled out a photo and it said, guess who? There he was smiling in his navy blues. Sitting on a Harley with a girl named Sue. It was a black and white tailor, young and lean. Daddy said that she was just 19 when he was headed back to base. Past the Mason Church, stop by the college to pick up that pretty nurse. Drive down to the river where no one could see. He lived like you're immortal when you're just 19. Oh, yeah, 19. Nothing could be finer, 19. She's climbing up beside you, 19. Thank <laughs> you.